Without Wires is a wireless power podcast created to spark conversation, share stories, and educate the public on the future of wireless charging. Each podcast episode explores one key question in or adjacent to the wireless power space. Guests include wireless power industry experts, engineers, product designers, and technology leaders engaging in casual chats on compelling subjects. Our World Without Wires takes a lighthearted tone that is accessible to everyone, even while addressing highly technical topics. Join us and learn how you can live in an unwired world. Today on Our World Without Wires, we welcome Daniela Radino, Senior Engineer at Roden Schwartz. A researcher and author with multiple patents and deep expertise in the wireless power transfer space, Daniela will share the company's vision for wireless power, where the industry is likely headed, the power of new standardization practices, and her journey trying to figure out how wireless power and wireless communications can coexist happily. Enjoy another episode and take the time to listen to all of our fall releases to dive deeper into the wireless power conversation. Welcome to our world without wires. Today I have with me Ms. Daniela Redino from Roden Schwartz, and we're going to talk about all things wireless power. So before we get started, uh, Daniela, I would love to have you introduce Roden Schwartz to our audience. I'm not sure if everybody's familiar with, uh, with Roden Schwartz. Yeah, so um, first, Roden Schwartz is a German company. It's still a family-grounded company. Whatever, we have more than 10,000 uh, employees, but still a, com- a family-owned. And it was uh, started by two physics. They really were eager to capture some waveforms of the hair. So basically now, after 75 years, is um, in front end for all the radio technology. Whatever is radio, um, in whatever frequency, in whatever um, scenario, uh, Rodeschwarz is there for creating single components or creating the full system, testing and compliance the full system. And of course, so like a regulation, Internet of Things, all these uh, um, new branches are very important for Rodeschwarz. Very good. Yeah, no, and having spent like mm. 25 years in wireless communication, I am quite familiar with all the Roden Schwartz equipment that we have for testing everything. Uh, so here is my question. Okay. Why did uh, Roden Schwartz get interested in like wireless power all of a sudden from wireless communications? Uh, so I would love to understand, you know, some of the thinking behind that. Okay. So generally, it's a new technology, and actually, it's not a new technology. We know that wireless charging exists since decades. But now it's becoming a consumer technology. It might change the daily life of consumer. Think about what uh, is the long-term, the metaverse. You're going to have glasses. You're going to have equipment in your hands. And basically, charging this kind of equipment, we call it the Internet of Things, in a wide sense, is is a daily life. And Rotterdam is very keen on making the technology uh, for a consumer possible, regulated, secure. That's another point. So uh, how this uh, technology will really influence your ambient at home and everybody's charging everything or um, there is no regulations. It's very important that we 
know what technology, radio technology are around, and we know how to regulate it to make sure that this technology performs, but also also, also doesn't uh, harm anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a secure technology. I see, I see. So what you're saying is, from a Roden Schwartz perspective, wireless communications and wireless power are not that different, right? They're all wireless. Uh, right. And wireless power is big mainstream, right? I think this is the new emerging technology like for mainstream applications, even though you're right, we've had wireless power for a long time, charging electric toothbrushes and stuff, but uh, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. That's, that's great. Uh, so what are the kinds of applications? You talked a little bit about metaverse, uh, but I would yeah. love to hear what's the Roden Schwartz vision for wireless power and what's where do you think it's headed i think our audience would love to kind of hear from uh, mm -hmm. what's what's okay. your view okay so generally um i think wireless charging um is really the right technology for the internet of things uh -huh. which is still not not spread like we wanted or we foresee and i think 2030 which is coming um as a deadline for radio technology because of 6g because deployment of 5g advanced will be also the explosion of internet of things mm -hmm. but the point, the main, the main point is generally um, a frequency, um, a radio technology use some frequency, and the frequency is a very valuable uh, source. So what we think is that uh, this uh, wireless charging will compete in frequency with other uh, technology. Mm -hmm. So we have a coexistence of, um, for example, the communication technology, the sensing technology for metaverse, for example, mm -hmm. and the charging technology. So we know that our manufacturer will create a form factor with all these models, but basically on the hair, the, all this radio technology will compete. So we need to find a way they can live together, uh -huh. and we need to find coexistence of this technology together. Right. And also relying on the intelligence of the device, the age AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning, that the device can choose which one is the best at the moment, yeah? Which I use, maybe Wi-Fi is not needed, I use for charging and, um, or I use Bluetooth for something else. So it needs to um, rely on the intelligence of the device mm -hmm. and it needs to coexist on the hair. Yeah. Other applications, yeah. There are many other applications possible. Right, actually, and you brought up something that is actually quite important, which is, the coexistence, right? And I think this is important in all wireless. Once we start having wireless power go mainstream and a lot more devices using it, yes, we're going to have to worry about making sure that wireless power is not impacting negatively or it really the existing wireless communication systems, right? So somebody has mm -hmm. to develop a plan to make sure everything can work, uh, kind of coexist happily. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Another point that's important is that we go in direction all always smaller form factors. Uh-huh. Yeah, we want to have a small handy, a foldable handy, all kind of like. And this uh, means that all the modems inside the form factor or receiver or transmitter part needs to be uh, becoming smaller and uh, maybe co-work with other technologies. So how the charging receiver will be parallel to another receiver, or can we use the same receiver and optimize the circuits? Because uh, the space is going to be a big consumer issue. So I want to have the small uh, um, uh, smartwatch, a small headset. They want to be charged, but they want to also receive a Bluetooth the right time. Yeah. Can they have uh, three antenna for that? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, uh, no, so optimizing the components. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, actually, it's very interesting, right? To me, is what wireless power allows you to do is actually reduce the size of everything. Right? You know, most of our electrics today, yeah. like if you look at a Bluetooth headset or even my phone, most of the size and weight is actually due to the batteries in them. If we can wirelessly charge everything, then we don't need these big batteries and they can still last very long times, right? But provided you can charge yeah. them wherever they're being used rather than put it mm-hmm. somewhere and you have to give up your phone or your Bluetooth headset, which nobody wants to do today. So no, so very interesting, very interesting. So. I'm actually curious to see, and given your background into standardization, and you've been quite active on the cellular and communication, wireless communication standards, mm-hmm. what are you and Roden Schwartz doing to kind of bring a unified umbrella, right? To make sure that these technologies can coexist, uh, they can work harmoniously, and the system design, like you said, right? You know, safety is also very important, mm. right? And, right. you know, our wireless communications has uh, a long history of making sure that all the technologies that we bring uh, meet the highest safety standard. And I think the same standards would apply to wireless power as well. So anyway, so mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on all of these yeah. topics. Generally, a new technology comes with a lot of excitement. Yeah, so pioneer companies start and they say, "I did it. I I I created. I did the first product. It works. It's fine." But when it comes to the consumer market, we need to have a standard. The reason is because we need to ecosystem. We need somebody who's uh, um, testing, who's writing the regulation, who is writing the standard itself. There, so generally, mm-hmm. um, the standardization committee is a very uh, important thing for um, broadening this high-tech technology to everybody. Mm-hmm. But we know how it works. We know that the Bluetooth has its own standardization, Wi-Fi has its own standardization, 3GPP cellular and other standardization. So if we want to have a system that combines all this technology, information, collaboration between this standardization coming from ITU, coming from frequency from FCC, coming from protocol on 3GPP, so all these standardization need to collaborate with each other. And actually, it's a very important also for one aspect of 3GPP, for example, the mobility. So charging 
should not fix a person in one place to charge. Yeah, you know, today you park your car, you wait three hours, <laughs> that is charged. For you don't want to wait three hours to charge your exit, right? I mean, the dimension. So we want to have mobility. Mobility is another aspect that, for example, for 3GBP is very important because we build a cellular system where everybody can move. We should have built a cellular system where it's also charged with, mm-hmm. with moving, with mobility, with uh, um, um, three-dimension, yeah? Thinking back to metaverse, you don't want to <laughs> yeah. move in all direction and still um, don't right. care about cables. So no cables in all this new technology. From a standards perspective, uh, Delhi, I, I understand that Roden Schwartz is actually taking mm-hmm. a pretty active role in, in Air Fuel Alliance as well now. And you're kind of helping uh, right. define the technical standards for how wireless power mm-hmm. uh, should work, and especially you know at these high frequencies, which are very close to what we're using for uh, our cellular mm-hmm. communications, or even Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, for example. Uh, I am curious to see uh, yeah. what's your view and how Roden Schwartz is kind of helping bridge and improve collaboration, let's say, between Airfuel and 3GPP, you know, who does a lot of the, the wireless communication uh, standards globally. Okay, so generally when we start with wireless charging or wireless communication, wireless charging, uh, we were searching for um, alliance. Uh, and when uh. we find out there are few alliance exist, we were very excited. There was a big event. They said, okay, exist. there is somebody like us uh, yep. excited about that technology and want to do an alliance. So we joined soon since actually uh, early this year and we are very excited. And what we find out is exactly um, combining uh, technology with some experience. For example, Rodeschwars bring a lot of experience in receiver transmitter um, performance efficiency. Uh-huh. And this is uh, one of the things that we want to put in the standard, how efficient is a receiver for wireless charging in compared to a normal or FDM receiver. Right. And, uh, um, and the same thing, the transmitter, so the charger, how is, uh, efficient is the charger in this sense. Um, we think that in the future we will increase always the frequency. We are talking 6G about terahertz, which is good for us because more is the higher is the frequency, more the directivity, mm-hmm. and more we can be efficient in the charging. Right. So even though we think there are fewer lines, we really contribute to have the first standard to get out with the standards, very important also for compliance regulation. Commercialization yeah. with a lower frequency, we need to gain experience in higher and higher frequencies. So going to uh, Bluetooth Wi-Fi frequency, going eventually into millimeter wave, because there we gain the, the directivity and the efficiency in the receiver and transmitter. Mm-hmm. So this is, um, and one of course, a point that would be very nice to have a collaboration with 3GPP because uh, we know one of the purposes in long term is this uh, communication and sensing. So right. communication and sensing what is around will be coming together. 
Um, but why not communication, sensing, and charging come together? Right. So creating a waveform where you can communicate if you need data transmission, you yeah. can sensing if you need a radar ecosystem, and you can charging at the same time. So I guess this is a long-term what FU Alliance should look at. And uh, if we can... <laughs> no, I, actually that's... That's a very interesting perspective, right? At the end, if I look at, let's say, any IoT device, right? Those are the three elements it has. It has to sense something. Mm -hmm. It has to have some computation. Okay. It has to send it. And then it needs to have some, you know, thing to power it, yeah. right? You know, so you need some battery or receive power, recharge batteries, whatever. But those are the three or four, you know, foundational pieces. And to build a lot of these devices and sensors mm -hmm. cheaply and proliferate them like we talk about. And by the way, they are proliferating everywhere. Last time I heard, we're talking about, you know, 10 to 20 billion IoT mm -hmm. devices like per year now, right? That's that's like a massive market, you know, right. it's like five to 10 times bigger than cell phones, mm -hmm. uh, sales of cell phones every year, mm -hmm. right? So... That, that's very interesting that we can kind of bring it all together and have these IoT devices potentially like go on and on and on, right? They never need like batteries in them and so on. That's that's pretty exciting future, actually. Yeah. So my scenario, my ideal scenario is not even having a central point for charging, which is still something static, you know, like my television uh -huh. is charging all my device, but still static is in the long term, every device can charge every device. Right. So you have a side link, you have a connection between devices. Right. Okay. The one has more power, let's say, help yeah. the other one. So it's a kind of ad hoc network for charging. This, yeah. this is a long term where we need to aim um, to have a full um, ecosystem between devices to, to charge. Of course, my laptop is attached to my um, uh, charger, but the, all the others they just get advantage of it. So we need to create also. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Actually, I love that, right? You know, maybe some phones have this feature where you can charge your headset uh, if you put it on top of the phone, but it's probably not the best experience. But having, let's say, your laptop, which is connected to a power outlet, being able to charge yeah. everything on your desk, even my like keyboard or mice or my Bluetooth headset or mm -hmm. other small things that I have, wirelessly without all the wires and charging cables that's, uh, uh that's that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. something to get excited about actually that's something to get really excited yeah, about yeah. especially if you go to wire frequency we will have intelligence surface so our wall will be full of intelligence right um, surface right. the signal and uh, how do we charge a wall so that's another point. So we need a charging system even for um, a normal ambient, yeah? So yeah. I, this is another application uh, that the I4C has important application, the intelligent surface to be charged also through the normal signal. Yeah? Right, right. Well, no, absolutely. And I think that is... Uh, that is quite an exciting future. And I was going to say, best of luck to you yeah. and Roden Schwartz in helping drive this vision and making it happen because 
I'm actually meaning to see like why a company is so embedded and so successful, uh, like Roden Schwartz in wireless communications. And, you know, like you can't build a wireless communication system without having some Roden Schwartz equipment. I, I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, I can easily see from your perspective, right? It is such a natural thing to say, oh, wireless power is expect thing in the industry. We all have communications. Mm -hmm. We all next is wireless power. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's great to have you as part of the ecosystem. And uh, we need everybody in the ecosystem working together to achieve the right. future, right? You know, anything wireless is difficult, by the way. I've learned this in my career. <laughs> you think you have it, and then it takes a lot longer to bring everybody together and write the standards and interoperability testing and everything else and having Roden Schwartz's leadership and your personal leadership, Daniela, here is critical. Yeah, we should not, we should be very open in air fuel lines to, to commit other um, components like battery, people creating batteries, right. they should work yeah. with us. People creating uh, OEMs of chipset right. for wireless communication, RF communication, RF components should work with us. But even the system, um, the, the, the full system, right? And the platform for um, uh, for smartphone, for example, yeah. or even operators, there should be a contribution from different sites uh, to create a, an ecosystem. You know? Cool. Well, no, thank you so much, Daniel. I just realized we're kind of running out of time for today's podcast. Thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts and the exciting mission and the exciting work that you're doing. And uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, and we'll we'll look to catch up again in the near future with you and, and Ronan Schwartz. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. We were very honored to oh, be here. My pleasure. Thank you.